This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Today is Tuesday, December 15th, 2020. On this day in 1944, a military plane carrying U.S. Army Major Glenn Miller disappeared over the English Channel en route to Paris. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from ParCast. Today we're covering the mysterious disappearance of Glenn Miller, the leader of the U.S. Army's orchestra during World War II. Let's go back to England on the foggy afternoon of December 15, 1944. Glenn Miller needed to travel to Paris, but couldn't find anyone willing to take him. Low visibility caused regular flights to France to be canceled. Flying in such weather was incredibly risky. No pilot was willing to take the chance, even for a bona fide celebrity. In the late 1930s and 1940s, Miller had become a household name as an American composer and big band leader. With his orchestra, Miller recorded hit songs, such as Moonlight Serenade and Chattanooga Choo Choo. But after the U.S. entered World War II, Miller gave it all up to become a soldier in 1942. It wasn't as easy as simply enlisting, though. He was 38, older than the draft age cutoff of 35. His first attempt to join up as a Navy volunteer was unsuccessful. When he tried again with the U.S. Army, they were intrigued by his pitch to create a modern military band. So in October of 1942, he joined as a captain and led and recruited members for the Army's orchestra. The enterprise was so successful that Miller was eventually promoted to major. He and his band ended up playing for American troops in England and recording radio performances to boost morale. But he wanted to do more. In December of 1944, 40-year-old Miller scheduled a trip to Paris to celebrate after the Allies took the city back from the Nazis. The concert was part of the Allied Expeditionary Forces program, which was set to be broadcast on the BBC as a Christmas special. It was Miller's biggest opportunity yet. The American bandleader was primed to become an international star. But the plans for the trip were troubled from the start. While the orchestra was due to depart on December 16, 1944, Miller needed to head to Paris a few days earlier. He had to reserve accommodations and ensure all the equipment was in order before the concert. That's when the weather got in his way. Miller spent days trying to get on any plane to Paris, but due to the smothering fog, all flights were canceled and he was stuck in England. Then, on the night of December 14th, he received a phone call from his band manager, Don Haynes. 
Haynes claimed that Lieutenant Colonel Norman Basil was heading to Paris on December 15th. Basil offered Miller a seat on his flight to Paris, and Miller accepted right away. On December 15, 1944, Miller boarded the UC-64A Norseman along with Basil and a 22-year-old pilot, Flight Officer John R. Stuart Morgan. Though Morgan was young, he had flown across the English Channel several times under Basil's supervision. However, he wasn't yet certified to fly at night or with instruments only. When Morgan submitted his flight plan to the Army, it was rejected because of the weather. Basil ordered Morgan to proceed with the flight anyway. Everyone involved knew the flight wouldn't be a cakewalk. Morgan would have to fly through the cloud cover to try and get beyond it, which meant that for a good deal of the time, they would be traveling directly into the fog. Despite all of that, the aircraft took off as planned on December 15th. No one else officially knew Miller was in the air at all, and the plane never made it to Paris. Up next, we'll discuss the many mysteries surrounding Glenn Miller's disappearance. Hi, listeners, it's Vanessa. If you haven't had a chance to check out the entertaining new podcast, Blind Dating, now's the time to binge what you've missed before catching all new episodes every Wednesday. In this Spotify original from Parcast, we're expanding the places you can meet your match with a twist you'll never see coming. Join host Tara Michelle as she introduces one hopeful single to two strangers in a voice-only call. Through a series of illuminating games and questions, the trio will get to know one another without the distraction of appearances. But once the cameras are turned on, is personality still enough for these strangers to fall for each other? Or will they say farewell? Connect with new episodes of Blind Dating every Wednesday. You can find and follow Blind Dating free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all, but it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now, back to the story. On December 15, 1944, 40-year-old Glenn Miller boarded a military transport plane traveling from England to Paris. It was an unauthorized flight. Due to the thick fog, all other planes were grounded that day. Unfortunately, Miller never made it to Paris. Military officials noticed the aircraft hadn't radioed in when it was due to land, but it was common for pilots to forget to announce their arrival, so no one panicked at the time. That is, until the next day, on December 16th, when authorities filed a missing aircrew report. But because Glenn Miller hadn't been authorized for the flight, his name was left off the paperwork. Suspicions about Miller's whereabouts only arose two days later, on December 18th. 
His orchestra landed at Paris's Orly Airport without their leader there to meet them. The band members had a sinking feeling as they disembarked. They knew something was very wrong. Miller's unexplained absence soon reached the top brass of the army and caused a major scandal. The military's biggest celebrity had seemingly vanished off the face of the earth. The Army Air Force started a search for the missing plane. Around the same time, however, the Germans initiated the Battle of the Bulge, the Nazis' final major attack. Suddenly, the Army had to move the search for Miller to the back burner. They had bigger fish to fry. As a result, the War Department only investigated Miller's disappearance for six days. On Christmas, the big concert went on without him. Even today, we don't know for sure what happened. The mystery has led to a plethora of conspiracy theories about how Miller and his cohort perished. Rumors swirled, blaming everything from the Allies accidentally bombing their own plane to Miller dying of a heart attack in a Paris brothel. Most of these are completely unsubstantiated. In all likelihood, the plane crashed somewhere in the English Channel due to a defective carburetor. According to the Chicago Tribune, carburetors on military single-engine aircrafts tended to freeze in the 1940s. If that had happened, fuel wouldn't have been able to reach the engine, causing the plane to careen into the channel. Three weeks after the accident, the Army determined this was the likely cause of the crash and presumed Miller dead. The tragedy was revealed to the public on December 24th and made the Christmas Day newspapers. Even after all this time, some sleuths are still trying to uncover new evidence about Miller's disappearance. As recently as 2019, the BBC reported that the International Group for Historic Aircraft Recovery was considering examining a crash site where a fisherman said he saw the wreckage of a plane. One day soon, there could be a conclusive determination on how Glenn Miller disappeared. But until then, it remains a mystery. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Mallory Cara, with writing assistance by Terrell Wells, and fact-checking by Claire Cronin. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Listeners, there's no better time than right now to open your heart to the hit Spotify original from Parcast, Blind Dating. Every Wednesday, find out if personality alone is enough to make a love connection. Follow Blind Dating free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.